Good morning, Grace Vineyard, and those of you who are watching this on our YouTube channel or listening to our podcast. This morning, we are not going to have a sermon from one person, but instead, we have a time to hear from our leadership team as they look back at the Vineyard National Gathering that happened the last week of January. One of the talks I found helpful at the conference was by Jordan Seng on trying. We have been talking a lot recently about the Kingdom of Heaven. Jill spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. What does it take to bring the Kingdom of Heaven to earth? Primarily, it takes trying. Faith is trying. Faith is spelt T-R-Y. My, fir- my word for the year is faith. We can all be afraid of failure. In the past, the fe- fear of failure has prevented me from doing things. By doing nothing, we have already failed by not trying. In the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, the two people who worked to increase what they were given, were given more. The focus was on trying. We must all step out with our trying. We will then see God's kingdom come. It may be something small to us. Start by waiting on God and asking him, what does he want us to do? I, ask, I often ask who he wants me to contact and then maybe phone them. I'm trying to get into the habit of writing things down when I think of them so I don't forget. These small things can be a real blessing to people. Try knows how to fail. If you fail, it doesn't matter. Build a routine of trying. Schedule it into your day. For example, 10 to 15 minutes of evangelism. This might not be active evangelism, but even a few minutes of praying for opportunities. On Sunday, just gone, we heard Mike Pilavachi, who shared that by cooking for his neighbours during lockdown, He has built and increased his contacts. He has had many opportunities of sharing God's love with his neighbours. His gift is cooking. Use the gift you have. Our call is not to succeed, but to try. By doing this, God will use us to build his kingdom. I always get blessed by these vineyard conferences. And this one was no different, despite being done online. I believe that the talk that will have the greatest impact on my life was the same talk which Sue has encouraged you to listen to by Jordan Seng, called A Life of Try. Jordan has led his church to be triers. You know that we have a number of sayings in the vineyard, and one of those is faith is spelt R-I-S-K. I believe it and I know it. 
But for someone like me, who's a naturally sh a very shy guy, I don't like adventure. Risk rings all the alarm bells in my mind. Risk spells D-A-N-G-E-R to me. All the natural character in me screams against risk and says, don't do it. It may be just be a play on words, but Jordan said that faith is spelt T-R-Y. Now that softer word doesn't ring my danger bells. I know it's very subtle. Nothing's changed apart from a word, but for a naturally unconfident guy like me, it helps me to give it a go. Jordan taught us from the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, the three servants were all given money to use, two used it and multiplied what they'd got, but the third guy was too scared of losing it and buried it, he hid it. I spent the whole of my junior school days not trying because of fear. When I followed my confident, clever brother into school, several teachers said to me, Oh, you're not like your brother. That's because I'm me and I'm not him. But what I heard them saying was, you are not good enough. So I gave up. Why bother? Fear makes us inactive, scared of failure. Fear will delay and distract us and lead us to despair. But if we try, we can build our faith muscles. Jordan has encouraged and nurtured a community of triers. They spur one another on to constantly try new things, outrageous things. Great things happen in their church because they try. They even celebrate their great flops because somebody was willing to try. I'm a trier because I'm learning that God will always help me, especially if I'm doing stuff for him. He's promised and he always helps me to do his work. I'm trying to write songs again. I've been trying for about four years now. I know that some of you have heard me sing before, but you won't understand the pain that I go through to sing publicly, even to sue. I absolutely hate doing it. I like singing on my own to God, just God and me, but I'd rather that no one else was around. When I hear myself, what I hear is music from a junior school. I'm plagued with perfectionism and I struggle not to despise what I hear. But hidden songs are good for no one. So last week I made some recordings and I sent them to Rach. I've tried not to analyse them too much, but she thinks that she can use them. So watch out, she might use them at church. All I'm doing is trying. Can I encourage you to be a trier too? You won't know what you can do until you try. And if you fail, so what? Try something different. Give it a go. Be a trier. Hi guys. So, what stood out for me mainly in the National um, Gathering last week um, was actually in the worship seminar, but I feel that this is not only to do with worship as in singing songs. This is about our daily worship to God and everything that we do with God is worship. So the three words that came out of this is before the Lord. And what he was saying was that we need to bring everything, everything before the Lord um, ourselves and that we need to develop and spend time with God every day in the secret place that's inside us and is us and God, me and Jesus. That's what will 
that's what will come out of me. That's what will f bubble over when I'm talking to other people and when I'm ministering to other people is what is there in the secret place. Um, so worship, the secret worship at home with God. So Grace Vineyard, it's time for you to take your place in the secret place with God. Amen. We thought the Friday night talk by John and Debbie Wright was the one that impacted us the most. They talked about taking your place and referred to the interview with Carol Wimber. One of them said, the impact of coronavirus is unprecedented in our lifetime, but God can bring good out of it. Carol Wimber had a word of prophecy that said, the Lord said, I need the whole body of Christ in their place for what is coming and it is coming. You need to get what God has called you to do and do it with all your heart. It's so very, very important because no one else has been designed to do it like you will do it. And you are the one he has called. No one else will ever be able to do what he has called you to do because each one of us is unique, designed for our place. We need to be in our place so that we can handle the influx because masses of people are going to be brought in. Everybody knows in your spirit what you are called to do, so do it. And you can see the Vineyard Legacy interview with Carol Wimber on YouTube. Ed Stitzer says, in the game of chess, the queen is the most powerful piece and young chess players rely on it too much and ignore the other pieces. The best way to teach people to play chess is to remove the queen. John Wright said the church has had its queen, church gatherings removed. So we've had to learn to connect and worship in new ways, either online and strengthen the church life in other ways. The game of chess was never about the queen. It's always been about the king. And Christianity isn't about church meetings and meeting together. It's about the King, King Jesus. Isaiah 40 verses 28 and 29 says, He doesn't get tired out, doesn't pause to catch his breath, and he knows everything inside and out. He energises those who get tired, gives fresh strength to dropouts. For even young people tire and drop out, young folk in their prime stumble and fall but those who wait upon God get fresh strength. What, Paul, what kept Paul going through the hard times was he knew that God was the source of his strength. Carol Wimber said, we need to be ready. It will be a scary and terrible time, but wonderful at the same time. Debbie Wright said, Christ is our greatest weapon and source of strength, our rock and on who we stand. Jesus is our rock and strength in battle. Bill Jackson, one of the lecturers in Vineyard Institute, taught a course that was subtitled, Nothing is going to stop it. And the rights echoed this, and nothing will stop the kingdom of God advancing. John Wright asked, some are wondering, what is my place? And that is a question that the Lord loves to answer. So wait on the Lord and put all your hope in him and he will give you fresh strength. At the Vineyard National Gathering, I loved hearing from Alexander Fenter on Jesus and the Kingdom. 
my heart for myself and my Grace family and all Christians everywhere is to become captivated by Jesus and his spirituality, to walk in his ways and become like him, following him into his kingdom. How do we do this? Alexander looked at Jesus' last words to his disciples before he ascended into heaven. These can be found in Matthew chapter 28, verses 17 to 20, the Great Commission. Verse 17, when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Visionary worship is seeing Jesus for who he really is. When this happens, our only response is to fall on our knees and worship him, truly surrendering our lives to our resurrected King. Some doubted. The message says, some though held back, not sure about worship, about risking themselves totally. True worship is to totally surrender to Jesus and his kingdom, rule and reign. Verse 18, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority on heaven and on earth has been given to me. Verse 19, therefore go. This is kingdom authority and the kingdom came when Jesus the king came from heaven to earth and walked in power and authority. This power and authority has been passed on to us and Jesus commissioned us to go and co-mission with him. We were created in his image and authorized to partner with him, carrying out his mission to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. Verse 19 goes on and make disciples of all nations. We are to continue his mission to make disciples, apprentices of the king and his kingdom, people who passionately pursue Christ likeness as they embody the character and nature of Christ. We must make disciplined learners, otherwise our churches, his body here on earth, will be powerless. And verse 19 goes on baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Whoever becomes a follower of the King enters the waters of baptism. We are plunged or immersed in the life of the Father and the Son and receive the Holy Spirit as Jesus demonstrated at his baptism. We become participators in the Trinity, in the divine nature of God. We become partakers of the kingdom of God now and we experience a taste of when the kingdom will come in its fullness at the second coming of Christ. I know some of you have shared how you are longing to be baptized and we will celebrate that as soon as we come together again. Verse 20 says, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. This teaching and training is to develop Christ-like character, being formed and having our minds renewed to become more like Jesus. Obedience is key in the kingdom we can't pick and choose which commandments to obey. We must surrender in total obedience to everything. We are told to love even our enemies. 
Verse 20 says, And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Our precious Saviour and King leaves us with this promise that his presence will never leave us. He has given us the gifts and fruit of the Holy Spirit to operate in, to see his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. We can live the life of heaven on earth through the power of the Holy Spirit, surrender to him in worship, partnering with him to spread the good news of the kingdom of God and observing and obeying all he has commanded us, knowing that he is always with us. I pray this has blessed you and envisioned you as much as it encouraged and blessed me. As I reflect back on the Vineyard National Gathering, it's hard to pick out just one talk or seminar that I attended. All of them were good, more than good, and I'm thankful to the Vineyard for all the work and effort that went into giving us such quality in the main speakers and so much choice with all the seminars, especially as it was free and all the main sessions are online for us to watch again, or if you missed them, to watch them for the first time. The first evening, as Pete Gregg spoke on A Time to Climb, sharing from his climbing stories, and then using the scriptures to show us how many people in the Bible had mountaintop encounters with God, it reminded me of two things. The first is a family favorite film, The Sound of Music, and the song Climb Every Mountain. The Von Trapp family had to go through a mountaintop experience to escape from the perils of the coming Nazi regime. And sadly, this week, one of the stars of that movie, Christopher, Christopher Plummer, passed away. But back to Pete Gregg's message. As he spoke of the many characters in the Bible that had a mountaintop encounter with God, of which not all of them were good experiences, but they were all encounters with God, I was reminded of what God spoke to me when we took over Grace Vineyard. And that has become our strapline. Encountering God, encountering people. We all need to be encountering God each and every day. And throughout the day, if we want to make an impact in our encounters with other people, those around us. Jesus often went up the mountain alone to have time with his father. And we need to be doing the same. I don't mean that we all have to find a mountain to climb to have a time with God. But we do all need to find that place where we can spend quality time with God. That we have an encounter with Him that is empowering on a regular basis. And then throughout the day, we can have moments of brief prayers. Where sometimes it is us talking to God. And at other times, it is us listening to God. 
I find it amazing that Mike Pilavachi, who Sue mentioned already, also spoke about mountaintop experiences with God in his message to us last week. A message that would have been recorded before the Vineyard National Gathering. Mike reminded us that we need to be prepared to have both, both types of mountaintop encounters with God. The power displays and the quiet presence encounters. As much as the mountaintop encounters with God are wonderful, we need to remember that when we are going through a valley experience, that God is with, with us there too and wants us to encounter Him in those times just as much as when we are on the mountaintops. If not, even more so. As when we are in a valley, then it is a time to climb. Before we go into the breakout rooms and have a discussion time, I want to encourage those of you who were unable to watch the main sessions from the Vineyard National Gathering to please try to make time to do so. And for those who did manage to tune in, you will learn something when you watch them again. Amen.